0: Hey, y'all, you're listening to The Axe, a Texas conservative podcast. I will swing.
1: everybody, welcome back to The Axe, a Texas conservative podcast. We are chopping through the bullshit, and today we have some serious topics to discuss. We're talking impeachment. Man, that is hot right now. The president did not go down, not once and not twice, back-to-back impeachment champion. That's right. Donald Trump. So we're going to do impeachment. We're going to talk about state and local politics, and we're even going to dive into a little bit of the 2022 elections that are coming up. So what do you got for me? Oh, yes. Let's see what we got. Let's see what this old man's got for me today. Okay,
0: here's what I want to know. If, if, if every time the president wins the impeachment war, he, does he get a ring like they do if they win the Super he Bowl? He
1: should. He should. He, he deserves some He'd Brady be like, rings.
0: He, right now he's like, uh, what's his name? Um, um, uh, Tom Brady of, of, of political of, impeachments. Of impeachments. Yes. He's Absolutely. 2-0.
1: 2-0. 2-0, baby. 2-0. Uh,
0: Um, okay. Well, Hey, uh, Colton kind of got my intro done there, so that's good. You know, uh, we're here at the, we're doing the acts again. We're back on the, that's right. Live from a double wide trailer. Uh, I I love that. I think, you know, we're right here in downtown field store, Texas. (laughs) That's right. And, uh, try to find that on a map. That's right. Try to find us. You can never find us that way. We tell you where we are. Uh, and, and hopefully, uh, uh, that as these podcasts go on, there won't end up being a whole uh, group of people out here wanting to burn. Oh, I'm us sure out.
1: we're, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to get some heightened security. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. I, I think the as only we people... grow and we get louder, people will start to find, fo- uh, well, I'm sure we'll get hate mail as well yeah. in our inbox at, at the, the oh. Texas TX
0: podcast at Gmail. Yeah.
1: You know, feel free to send that hate mail. We yeah. Love go ahead.
0: It. You know, I love hate mail. We'll read it. On, we'll read it on the next show. Absolutely. We could do like uh, Kimmel does. We could have that's uh, right. the mean, mean tweets. tweets. We could just we do got email. A mean email. That's right. I'm um, I'm there. I'll
1: do it. All right. So Easy. let's let's dive into this impeachment, man, because that's a hot topic. Everybody really wants to know, you know, the little nitty gritty details. Why did it even happen? Can't believe the guy. Can't believe they tried to get him twice and couldn't touch him. He's like the 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 slippery little guy from Family Guy. Hmm, Can't catch me. High.
0: I don't know who you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> uh, Shows well, your age. Hey, it's like this. Um, is there anybody, I, I don't think there's anybody that thinks that the impeachment was anything more than bullshit. Oh, political what? theater, man. It was political theater it was as a, as, as somebody used to say all the time, I think it was Carl Rove, Kabuki theater. And you can look that up on, on, um, Google Kabuki theater. Can we get a spelling on that? Uh, no, I couldn't spell it. More. It's a <laughs> I Japanese word. I, didn't like, I don't so. speak I... any Japanese. So, uh, Kabuki theater, it, it was essentially just, uh, um, uh, it was a sham, and 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 the thing that I think that most people don't understand uh, is because they say, why would these people go through this process? Uh, you know, it's not to embarrass Trump. Trump doesn't get embarrassed. You can't embarrass the guy. He's, he he he's bigger than embarrassment, right? Yeah. So it, it really isn't about that, though. It's uh, politics, and, and the reason that that uh, politicians are mostly lawyers is because there's a very uh, there's a very uh, contemporaneous idea between lawyers and politicians. And um, and, and they're, there's they're a lot of the strategies in, in litigation and in politics are the same. And, and, and the impeachment was nothing more because they knew they didn't have the votes to win. So there, there was never a chance that they could ever get the, the 17 uh, senators, Republican senators to come over to vote for, for conviction. Okay. So everybody understands that impeachment is a two-part uh, process. To be impeached is the same thing as if somebody filed a, uh, a criminal case on, on, on you and you had to go to court, and at the end of the day, the court found you not guilty. Well, that's what impeachment is. It's the case that's filed against a person. It doesn't mean anything. It just says, I filed a case against you because we think you did wrong. Where the conviction comes in is in the Senate. It requires a 60-vote majority. In, or, or excuse me, a two-thirds majority in the Senate to, to, to attain conviction. Well, the, everybody knew, all the everybody in, in leadership in both parties knew that there wasn't going to be that many people there. They, 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 couldn't, they couldn't get a conviction. So it was simply about putting the Republican senators in a box. Now, here's the thing. When a lawyer wants to get you to admit to something, he'll ask you a question that no matter what your answer is, you still lose. Yep. And that's exactly what they did here. They put the Republican senators, whether they wanted to vote for Trump or not, voted to to acquit Trump with the understanding that they would be on the ballot in 2022 and 2024, and they would be beaten over the head yes. by the liberals.
1: It was They were tarnished instantly off that deal. That's correct. Oh, Republicans don't back Trumps. Republicans divided. That's right. Everybody was going at them.
0: Let's face it, the people who voted for conviction that Republicans are getting hammered oh, right yeah. now. They're going to be primary. There's going to be billions of dollars flowing into their, um, to the, their campaigns, uh, their opponents campaigns, and they're just going to be hammered. Now, I don't know how it's going to come out. I'd like to think they'll all go down and, and wish they hadn't voted against uh, Trump, but it'll depend. But the other senators that voted to acquit Trump are now calculating how they're going to be able to go out and talk about it without looking like they're, depending on which group they're talking Mm -hmm. to. Some of them are going to want to look like they're for Trump because they want that help. Other ones are going to try to run from Trump and say, well, I only did it because I didn't feel it was fair because he wasn't president, and that's what impeachment was for. So impeachment was nothing more than political theater. Anybody that thinks any different doesn't know the process.
1: As was most of the stuff we've seen yes
0: in the last few years but just like this podcast it's all about 2022 oh yeah so 2022 is the next election that we'll be uh deciding here in the united states and we have the very good possibility of taking back uh control of the house we gained seats in the 2020 election in the house i think we're uh I'm going to get in trouble for not knowing exactly, but I think we're, I want to say we're 12 or 13 out of the majority right now. Everybody in the house of representatives up every two years. So they'll, every seat is up. All the Democrats are going to have to run. There's Democrats in, in Trump country, uh, that, that are going to be targeted. Of course, who
1: are some big names coming up in 2022 that some people might know just right off the bat. Um, well, you better know this. As a political
0: nerd, well, I, I'm not sure there. Um, I'm not sure what the Senate cycle is because there's. I think we've got. I want to say we've got. There were defending twelve Senate seats, Republicans. So in other words, there are, there are twelve Republican senators that are going to be up for re-election in 2022. I can't tell you who they are because they're not in Texas. I don't think we have a. We don't have a Senate race in Texas, uh, so uh, it won't be either one of our senators. But yeah, I want to say it's like twelve. I think we're defending twelve seats, uh, but it, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, we're we have to uh, we have to basically split the difference. We have to either keep, we have to gain one seat essentially. Right, we can gain one seat. Uh, I, I know one thing: uh, Lisa Murkowski is on the ballot, and who is she for she, the ones that don't know? She is the. Um, the backstabbing um, senator from Alaska, a very much a Trump state, a very strong Trump state. And um, she voted uh, consistently in every case against the Trump uh, agenda. And uh, she's going to be primary. And as a matter of fact, Sarah Palin has suggested that she might be challenging her. That'll be a very interesting. That will be interesting.
1: There's a blast from the past. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, everything's about 2022. Now, we've got a lot of stuff going on in the state of Texas. Uh, we've got the governor's race coming up and it looks to me like they're And that darn Ted Cruz going to Cancun. Well, let's not even get into that because <laughs> everybody knows you can't take a vacation if it's cold. No, oh, don't, don't you no. dare. And don't don't even don't even think about the fact that Ted Cruz couldn't have done jack nothing, nothing about any of this. About anything. He's not he, uh, you know, he, he's a federal lawmaker. I mean, you know, we've got a disaster declaration. <laughs> Everybody we need needs for a, that.
1: We need a scapegoat when we're mad and cold. Yes. with no water and no power. And, and Ted Cruz is coming back from Cancun. We just got to give him. We got to yeah, rip his ass for a little bit. All right. And and everybody's
0: just, so damn tired of saying ERCOT.
1: I know I am. I oh never even God. heard of it, ERCOT, in all honesty. Never heard of it until yeah. well, I this think, happened. So trust I think me, 90%
0: of the people who are food suppliers, yes, they don't did know, not know yeah, anything about it. Yeah, that explains
1: a lot. But yes, what's going on in Texas here so, coming up? 2022. We got some stuff coming on.
0: So here's what happens. Um, uh, the. Uh, all of these uh, primary elections are in March of 2022. Everybody starts filing in December, so people are going to. Uh, so the big the big guys are up: the governor, lieutenant governor, the uh, comptroller, the land commissioner, the um, uh, attorney general, and I think one of the members of the railroad commission. So we've got uh, your big statewide offices are up uh, now. Generally. People start to move. And when people move, it, it gives you spots to where you can see how that's going to fit. Nobody's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's no movement. There's no Senate open Senate seat. So no, you you got people who are statewide office holders. Now they've got to start eating their own. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Abbott, our current governor, has taken a little bit of a butt whip in here uh, since covid and his uh, his negative numbers are probably fairly high right now, so he's looking vulnerable. So we're starting to see some people play out there, and we just saw with the uh, with the the coal snap, we just saw the first strike mm-hmm. coming out. Never let a
1: first a good crisis, a crisis go, go to, go to waste. waste.
0: That's right. So Sid Miller, our our agricultural commissioner, agricultural commissioner, and a great guy, a good friend, is 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 starting to chum the waters Mm -hmm. now it's a long way to go between now and the primary so uh, Sid's got a lot of work to do but he's he's starting to lay down the gauntlet so that's interesting and so um of course there is the uh I don't want to say dark horse because somebody would say it might suggest that's racist but uh the current um uh, state chairman Alan West has been rumored to be eyeing the governor's, uh, mm. uh, and which is one of the reasons that he ran for state chair uh, and got a quarter of a million dollars to win a, a non-paid job. Um, got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. So, uh, and, and and you know, I would like nothing more than to see uh, uh, Alan West jump into that. I, th- I think he he'd take a whooping like like uh, like a bad virus, and um, uh, but. You know that's that's a possibility, and because you, you see him out, out there actively criticizing the governor too. I, I, I want to say one thing to uh, to anybody who thinks that Greg Abbott's going to be a pushover—they are so wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been involved in politics for thirty years, and I have not seen in 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 recent memory uh, the magnitude of the political machine that's been established by any candidates. Uh, other than Greg Abbott. He, the Texas for Greg Abbott, which is a 365 day every year group of people. Uh, ha, ha, is just, is an amazing organization. So he is not going to be easy to beat. That's for sure. Um, the biggest thing about, uh, about this coming year that people need to be paying attention to is a word that most people do not know anything about and don't care about. And that's redistricting. What? So, uh, for those who don't know what redistricting is, every ten years, um, our political lines, uh, district lines uh, from the county all the way up to the uh, to the Congress are redrawn, uh, and it is it is uh, done because uh, population increases or decreases, and it's all about equal representation. So, uh, for example, uh, congressional seats. Um, all congressional districts have to encompass 635,000 people. And that's not exact number, but that's rough number. So when populations increase, uh, the districts don't get bigger, take in more people. They have to stay somewhere in the neighborhood of 635,000 people. So they add districts. So we're going to, Texas is going to get at least two, probably three new congressmen or women. So that's important, the important thing about redistricting, because all of these different congressional lines are going to change. Right now you might be in this person's congressional district. You might be in Dan Mm -hmm. Crenshaw. So we all love Dan. Woo! But Dan's district's going to change. Yep. Uh, We're in uh, House District 10, which is Mike McCall's district. Uh, That's going to change. I think Mike McCall's going to have a little bit of a rough time. Uh, If he's listening right now, I'm sorry, Mike, but this (laughs) is what I think. Um, because he's, he take, he's taken a position of kind of tried to be a little bit on the fence with, with the Trump business. And I don't think that's going to bode well for him with if, because I remember traveling through his district when it was my district, uh, and, and the majority of that district was Trump country. Like you would not believe now, Harris County okay, maybe you can split the difference over there and maybe in Travis County, absolutely not. But he he lives and dies by the middle of his district and they are Trump people to the core. He's going to have some explaining to do. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Now in the state, uh, the state is redistricted by what's called apportionment, which means that we don't get new districts. Uh, We get... Our, our representatives have to take on more people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the district lines for our state senate and our state houses are going to change. But they make the decisions. The, the legislature makes those decisions. They decide wh- how they're going to draw the lines, and they have to vote to agree. Um, there are some laws that relate to redistricting. I'm not going to get into the minutia of the law. But essentially, the Supreme Court came down in a decision a couple of years ago and said essentially redistricting is a political function. So as long as you don't disadvantage a particular protected group of voters, you don't put people who aren't protected in with the protected people to dilute their vote, and you don't move all of the protected voters into one area and, and so that the other voters can have the other areas. That so was you, very well put. Yeah. <laughs> as, 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 so as long as you don't do that, the Supreme Court came down and said, redistricting is a political function. So yes. you can do it just about any way you want. Yep. Now, we don't have preclearance any longer, and I'm not going to get into that because it will put people to sleep, but we used to have to go to the court, ask them if it was okay if we redistricted a certain way. We don't have to do that anymore. Uh, there will be lawsuits, as there always are, and um, in the end we'll, we have much many more Republican judges, thanks to uh, our, our former president, Donald J. Trump, and so the the um, uh, the the possibility of being successful in our redistricting map is great, uh, but we need to keep pay attention to that. Uh, you know, we we we, you know, it goes back to talking about primaries and voting and knowing what who you vote for. You may have somebody new to vote for. There may be open seats, which means there will be three open seats. That means nobody's in those seats, so it'll be interesting. Um, as I said, there will be lawsuits. Uh, I, I don't know how that's all going to uh, turn out in In our County. We'll be redistricting here. We're going to have a fight on our hands. Oh, as yeah. We do every 10 every years. Single time. We have a fight and it is because we have a small group of people who believe that they are somehow disadvantaged by being a minority. And I mean, a minority as in there are less Democrats there are Republicans in this County. Uh, so how we draw the lines is going to be subject to a lawsuit. Uh, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I, I I simply hope that the legislature, the Republicans in our legislature, which have not exactly been the most uh, they, they haven't been the most the toughest guys in the world, will just summon up some intestinal fortitude lower than the belt line, if you know what I mean. Some huevos, and, huevos, <laughs> yes, and uh, do and draw the districts right. Uh, I mean, we've done it before. Uh, but, and we can do it again. Uh, so I I, I'm, I I put a I put a, a lot of probably misplaced faith in in our current uh, elected officials. But frankly, if if they screw it up, we can try to get rid of them, which would be great if we could do that. Now, local county. Uh, most of the people who are listening to this podcast are not in Waller County, which is where we are, and so they probably don't really care about. Walter County, but just like in the state, our big offices in this County are also up. uh, We've got the County judge district attorney, uh, two commissioners, all the JPs, the County clerk and the district clerk and the County treasurer. It's a lot of big names. And also the County court law judge. Uh, so this is our, this is our carnival season Mm -hmm. in politics in this County and across the state. So, um, the the pressure I, I I intend to put as much pressure on those folks as I can to to get this redistricting right in this county. Uh, I don't know whether it'll do any good, but um, I'm going to try it. Um, so, any big questions on all of that turmoil and mess that you that not
1: I'm- not really? I mean, uh, <clears throat> I'm interested to see how the things will go um, locally, as always. Con- granted, because I'm pretty involved because of you, and I know these these folks that are going to be up for reelection and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see how all that plays out. Um,
0: I think it's, you know, as a chairman of the County here, uh, my job is to do the best I can to get Republicans elected. And my focus, uh, because this is going to be my last term, um, is going to be trying to get the people that came out for Trump to come back because we need them. Um we voted almost 80% of the people in this county in that in this last presidential election. That was unbelievable. Now, I know a lot of those people came out to vote for Trump. I know that. Oh, absolutely. But but the message is simple in my view. The reason you voted for Trump was because Trump had he had an idea of a way of the of the America that you wanted to have. Yes. Well, all of that start all of that stuff starts in the local elections,
1: it, and it affects you the most.
0: Right, You're, all politics is local. That's the old absolutely uh, all the, politics is local. Right. So, um, what we do in this county, how we how we vote in this county, affects up up the ballot. And so I'm hopeful that um, basically uh, at this point in time, Democrats can't win a countywide race. Uh, We outvote them two to one. Um, They do everything they can to gin up as many votes as they can get at the college. And every time they fall exactly two, you know, two times votes short. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they upped their game in this last election. We upped our game. They upped their game in 2018. We upped our game. They still can't get any traction, but it's only because we keep up on our end. If we don't do that, we may have Democrats taking offices that people don't know anything about. And and the, just like in the state, state offices, the first state offices that falls to a Democrat statewide office is the hole in the dam. The water starts going through and pretty soon the dam's broke. And that's what's gonna happen at the state if we don't hold the line there. And it's gonna happen in this county. So my message is simple. If you voted for Trump, you voted for a reason. The the people who are on the ballot have to show you that they are worthy of your vote. That vote. Absolutely. And, and Trump
1: was a was a movement and a and a, right. a new mindset as far as how you that's can right. approach politics. And if that's what I was saying about this was, I, I know some of these guys that are local that are going to be running and stuff. And I know how I'm interested to see this stuff going forward, how Republicans can take that good message and the good values they have and deliver it correctly and to bring in new people and to get these people that Trump brought and keep them interested and involved and in out there voting and, and well, showing I, that they're, that they're worth their vote.
0: I can tell you that, Without without equivocation, and again, this is the Axe Podcast. Uh, we're not allowed to, have, this is a no bullshit zone. No bullshit no zone. No BS zone. So I, but I can tell you without equivocation that we have a great core group of political officials here. Now, I'm not saying everybody here is perfect, but I've seen the bad no, stuff. Hey,
1: compared to what it used to be. That's right. Absolutely. Um,
0: now, are there some people that are, Yes, there are there are people who need to, to to we've got people that need to retire because the the the, the times have passed them. Um, none of those people are on the ballot this time. Um, we've got we've got people and uh, and again this is no bullshit zone, so, so I'm going I'm going to say it. We've got people who aren't politicians that they were elected because they knew how to do the job, but they're not political people, but they. They do the job, and so um, if then and, and and I don't see any reason for people to change that. And then we've got the people at the top, and um, we we've got I think a strong bench there. I, I think we've got a good group of people, and I definitely think that um, they are all worthy of support in this coming uh, coming election. But there's going to be some. You know, primaries are going to be. People in this county need to understand that if you don't vote in a primary, you don't vote. I mean, you can vote in general election, but your votes are only going to count if you want a, a contested race. You want change in your in the county, this county, you better vote in a primary. Because yeah, Because That's where the elections are. are it's just and like lost.
1: the old, the old. Uh, do you want that other table to order for you? It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. absolutely true, and people, I think a lot of. Distaste in politics comes from you feel like your vote doesn't count, or you feel like, oh, this person doesn't represent me, and oh, I don't, have, I didn't get to choose this guy, and he just won the primary, so now I, have, I just get to choose from him or the or the other side, and that's not really the case. No, because it, you can get in early and have your say matter just as much.
0: The only time, the only uh, the in, in countywide politics in Waller County, the only elections that count right now are primary elections, because the Democrats cannot win a countywide race. race. Two reasons. Number one, there's not enough Democrat voters, but they don't have any candidates that can even challenge conservatives in this county. And we, there's too many conservatives here. I can remember when this county was all Democrat. I can remember some of the people who vote Republican religiously now that voted Democrat back in the day. The Democrats of today are nothing like the Democrats of, of no. years ago. So, um, so bottom line is if you want to make a change in any, any politics, but especially the local politics in this county, you've got to vote in the uh, Republican primary or the Democrat primary. If that's, if you, that is, uh, how you vote, but you wouldn't be listening to us if that was the case. <laughs>
1: that's true. So. Well, I think that about wraps it up here. And I know that we will be having our, our hands full coming up and going into these next elections. I know that if you need any you know political campaign help or consulting you can contact empower digital llc we'll be happy to help you out campaign cowboys campaign cowboys that's right we we wrestle them up get your data in there get your success going get your name out there and people will just flock to the polls i swear wait a minute i
0: i thought we did we weren't going to have sponsors
1: well that's just an official sponsor okay okay official sponsor well
0: uh as we say every time that we do one of these things um the, the success of this podcast depends on you. Absolutely. Uh, like and share the page. Uh, share the podcast with your uh, conservative friends and neighbors. Uh, get some people listening. Give us some input. We are desperately wanting to hear from you. Absolutely. This is not about me. It's not about uh, what I think. It's about what will help you make decisions, help you with in, in your Uh, uh, looking into politics and make you a better, uh, more informed voter. That's what this is about. I can't do that. We can't do that without your help. And the only way you can help us is by giving us some ideas, shows that you want to hear about, questions that you have, things like that. Got to have it. And if, if you do that, you're going to make us successful, and we hope to help more people out with this podcast.
1: Absolutely, and we're we are we're here live from a double-wide trailer. We are in the heart of Texas. This is a Texas conservative podcast for Texans by Texans. This is the Axe. When you can't cut through the bullshit with a knife, you need an axe. I
0: will swing my axe. Don't let the flames go down.
1: Come